The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast because it never is. It is a finish strong Friday. It's a picks Friday. And it is, of course, a winner's Friday, all presented by my beloved DraftKings. Thank goodness for those guys. They are a huge part of why this podcast can go that. And those of you that just do a little bit extra to support what Jack and I are doing here at RT Media with our podcast network, including those of you that spread the word via social media. It's such an easy thing to do. All you have to do is repost on whatever platform you're on, any clip or the show itself, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, or just reply or quote post with a, Love this episode. Greg Cosell's the man, anything. In fact, if you're looking to grow your following, that is a great way to do it because if you quote post one of the show clips or the show episode post itself, pretty good chance my guy Jack at Ross Tucker Pod will give you that repost. Little word to the wise there. I don't even know if this is a real person. But this is somebody I noticed that replied to one of the live streams. We now live stream this show every day. The Ross Tucker Football Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Hader Tarar, H-I-D-E-R-T-A-R-R-A-R. Might be a real person. Might be a bot. Not quite sure. I guess we'll find out whether or not I get an email from them as the spread the word winner. But that would be... Amazing, and I'm thankful to anybody that replies to the live stream. Obviously, we're getting a decent amount of people viewing these, especially on Twitter Live. We'd love to have that happen with more. Sponsor confirmation email winner, Josh Legasic. Josh took advantage of one of the codes over it on the Game Time app. 
Love me some game time app. I don't remember what tickets Josh got, to be honest with you. It was a couple weeks ago. But kudos to Josh. You can use the code Ross to get, I think it's what, $20 off the already guaranteed lowest price, which is pretty awesome. YouTube shout out. This is when all you do is you comment on one of the YouTube videos, youtube.com slash Ross NFL. And I'll do a video for anybody, anything you want. Like one of those cameo videos that people pay me for. You get it for free. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Gary Boudreaux. Gary, email me, Ross at Ross Tucker.com. That's always my email. And let me know who you would like to shout out. Before I forget, by the way, you know how everybody that wins gets one of these press passes? If you get a loved one, the best Valentine's Day gift ever from myfrontpagestory.com and send me the sponsor confirmation, Ross at Ross Tucker.com. I guarantee I'll send you a press pass. And if you specify one, I have it. I'll send you that one. Ross at Ross Tucker.com. Myfrontpagestory.com. Shout out patron of the day, Zach Wellborn. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Keeping you guys on your toes a little bit today. It's not big show time. It's Tux Takes time. Tux Takes. All right, Ross. The Panthers, they hire Bucks offense coordinator Dave Canales as their next head coach. That is interesting. On multiple levels. And I may talk about this more, Jack, in the show later today, later in this episode. I may talk about this more on Monday. I think there's a pretty good chance of it. I will say this. Highly encourage you to check out my column that I'll post later today on the 33rd team. This process is still flawed. I mean, I think I said it last week, maybe, Jack. You know, I can't remember. I talk too many places. Just so you guys know, not only do I do this, but I'm on radio stations like all day, right? Like, I'll just tell you right now. We're recording this early, and then 8 o'clock Baltimore, 8.30 Toronto, 10.20 a.m. Eastern, Dan Patrick Show, 12.40 p.m. Eastern, Jim Rome Show. Right, so I, I, I'd be lying if I could tell you that I remember what I say here versus what I say on some of those other shows. Hopefully you guys can check me out with Dan or Jim later today. Those are big, big national radio shows. But the process for hiring coaches is still flawed. Now, they did a couple things that are positives. You can't talk with anybody that's involved with a team uh, under contract with the team until after the wild card round. And then you can't do an in-person interview with anybody under contract with the team until after the divisional round. But you still can't do an in-person with people that are in the conference championship games. So the issues I have, number one, Ben Johnson had two interviews on Friday last week. Two interviews on Saturday and one Sunday right after the game with the Falcons because if you don't interview them by the end of Sunday, you can't do an in-person interview with them after that. So think about that for a second. And Jack, did I say this last week or no? I've, like you said, you've said this so many. I feel like you've said like the hirings you've tweeted out. I can't specifically recall, but this take does sound quite similar to something you've said before. Well, here's the point. Last Sunday was the biggest game for the Lions in over 30 years. Ben Johnson, unquestionably one of the 10 most important people in the Lions organization. Two interviews Friday, two interviews Saturday. 
Can you imagine for a second, just put yourself in, in his shoes. You have a chance at your dream job and you have a chance to be able to set your family up financially forever. Canales got a six-year contract. Ben Johnson will get at least five years and maybe even $10 million a year. Let's just say that's what it is. Five years, ten million. $50 million? Are you kidding me? So how do you expect him to be all in for the Lions that week when he's also trying to secure one of these life-altering opportunities for his children. And certainly he wants to win every game for the Lions. Certainly he wants to win the Super Bowl. But to my knowledge, Ben Johnson didn't grow up in Detroit. He's not a Lions fan. That's his current job, his current employer. His team, and I tell you guys this all the time, his team is his wife and kids. He's basically an independent contractor, for the Lions right now. And by the way, I think he's going to get the commander's job. So I think that that will end up happening anyway. So good for him. But to have four interviews Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday night. Couldn't enjoy the the win at all. Couldn't have the night to enjoy the win over the Bucks. Couldn't start working on the Niners. Had an interview with the Falcons. Who, by the way, hired somebody else. We'll talk about that momentarily. I bring this up. Because I think there were eight openings, maybe, Jack. You have to check me on that. And I think six of them have been filled. Something like that. It might be seven and five. Dave Canales gets hired. Do you realize that you're still not even allowed to meet in person with the coaches for the four teams that are still in it? So almost every position has been filled before teams can even sit down with Ben Johnson, the Lions OC, or Mike McDonald, the Ravens DC. To me, that's garbage. And I get into it in a lot more detail on today's column, but encourage you guys to check that out because stuff like that bothers me quite a bit because it should be better than that. Kudos to Dave Canales. Um, man, Barely even heard of the guy as of like a year ago. I knew the name, but you're talking about a guy. He went from being the USC assistant strength coach in like 2009 to the Seahawks wide receiver coach in 2010. That's a pretty big leap, by the way. Everybody sings his praises. Everybody says he's awesome. And it sounds like he is. And I've seen some of his... Uh, press conferences. He did an excellent job with that offense this year. Certainly the year before as a quarterback coach with Geno Smith. But to me, it's still remarkable that a team like the Panthers wouldn't even interview Bill Belichick, who so many people have for so long called the great, the quote unquote greatest coach of all time, which I don't agree with, by the way. But He's definitely one of the top five. And it's just remarkable that these teams, they have to be talking with him or his agent or something behind the scenes, right? They have to at least have that conversation before they hire a guy like Dave Canales. Good for him, though. Um, I'm happy for him and his family. And it's amazing 
you know, it's almost like you're better off having the younger you are and the smaller the sample size you have, like as a coordinator, it's almost like the better you are for Dave Canales. Falcons, they bring back longtime assistant Raheem Morris, the current Rams defensive coordinator, as their new head coach. Raheem is, by all accounts, an awesome guy. And I've spoken with him before, and I'm thrilled for him to get this opportunity. I absolutely thought that Belichick was going to get the job there. It sounded like Arthur Blank was going big name hunting or big game hunting or whatever. Sounded like he wanted Belichick. And they couldn't make it work. Arthur Blank wanted Bill Belichick to coach. And maybe Belichick extended himself too much. Maybe he thought he had too much leverage. Or maybe Belichick's only going to coach if he has things lined up the exact way he wants it. And that was not going to be the case. Evidently in Atlanta, it seemed like there was a power struggle. Maybe Belichick did not like the idea of reporting to Rich McKay, the team president. So the Falcons went a different direction. By the way, remember this, Jack. They always end up hiring someone they're familiar with. Okay? Dave Canales was with Dan Morgan in Seattle for seven or eight years. Dan Morgan gets the GM job. Next thing you know, Canales is the head coach. Lifeline. We talk about it all the time. Raheem Morris used to be an assistant coach with the Falcons. And... So Rich McKay, Arthur Blank, familiar with him, know him, like him, way easier to hire someone you're familiar with, you know, you like, you've worked with before than a total newbie. I'll also say this, you know, the Rams were very outspoken about Raheem Morris and why he should get a new job. And I'm totally down with that, um, that that was their thinking and, and, and where they were at. But it should be noted, the Rams now get two third-round compensatory picks. So I do think no one said that. They're like, oh, the Rams rave about it. The Rams have been out there campaigning for him to get a head coaching job. Well, yeah, they benefit from it. Now they get two third-round picks. And I'm not saying that's why they were doing it. I'm just saying that that needs to be disclosed, I feel like. Eagles, we talked about this yesterday, they hire Vic Fangio as their defense coordinator. Boy, that was quick, right? The press conference was Wednesday. And they said that that's who they were targeting. That's It came out during the press conference that Fangio was parting ways with the Dolphins. Next thing you know, yesterday, on his way to Philly, gets hired by the Eagles. They get the guy they wanted for this past year. And, man, I am curious to know how different this past year could have been if they had Fangio instead of Desai and Patricia. Because they would not have moved on from Fangio to Patricia. So you think that they would have been at least better on defense than they were down the stretch. A man I think's working in the wrong sport. Bengals promote Dan Pitcher to offense coordinator. Love it, Jack. Love it. Little silly play on words. I'm here for it. I'm with you. I read you. He had other opportunities. I'm I'm surprised. I would I wondered if he would have had other opportunities to call plays somewhere else because that's not going to happen in Cincinnati with Zach Taylor calling the plays. Patriots wide receiver Kayshawn Boutte was arrested over illegal betting at LSU. I didn't really know that that could happen he's now in the nfl i don't know what was illegal oh i guess he was doing it through like somebody else's account or something he but this is when you know no wonder he went from being such a highly touted prospect to kind of falling off the radar it seems like he was working on other things uh that's a shame it really is 
obviously I hope that he, that's behind him and we'll see what happens. I know what happens this weekend. It's game day. And whether you're hosting game day or movie night, DiGiorno knows that planning a watch party on a budget isn't easy. You need the perfect setting, the perfect squad, and the perfect eats. Luckily, you're a game time mastermind, and you know that grabbing DiGiorno classic crust pizza can bring home a dub because it's packed with half a pound of cheese, sauce, other toppings, and comes at an incredible price. Make the game-winning call and grab a DiGiorno classic crust pizza from the grocery store today. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. All right, it's time to break down the AFC and NFC championship games. We're also starting the AFC. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. No, it's not, Jack, because I forgot to say you need to wash down your DiGiorno with Labatt Blue Lights. But now I remembered, delicious, me, Kelsey, everyone you know that's awesome in life drinks Labatt Blue Lights. I'm changing the tagline. Be awesome. Be Ross. Be Kelsey. Always enjoy responsibly beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Now let's head into the conference championship games. What are your thoughts on the Chiefs at the Ravens? So I'm hoping, expecting, thinking that we're going to get a classic, Jack. I I really am. Because what you have is, and I've talked about this a lot, but I'll say it again. What you have is one of the statistically best and most impressive teams we've ever seen in the NFL going against one of the best and most impressive playoff combos we've ever seen so I'll back those up with facts and I and I posted this yesterday I'm at Ross Tucker NFL we're at Ross Tucker pod but the Raven stuff is just crazy now nobody looks at them as being one of the best teams of all time potentially and nobody will say that obviously until they win two more games but Jack you're talking about a team they don't say that, by the way, because they're, they were 3-2 and two, and they lost four games this year. Well, if you look at it, they lost a heartbreaker in overtime to the Colts. They lost a stunner by one score to the Steelers. And they lost a stunner by one score to the Browns. I think I saw something where they've only trailed for like a minute or something this year. Like they lost all three of those games at the very end. And then the Steelers game in week 18, they didn't play their guys. They weren't trying that. I mean, they were trying, but they didn't play their guys. So that's a little bit different. But their stats, Jack, I mean, the only team other than the 85 Bears and the 72 Dolphins, two teams inarguably considered amongst the best of all time, to average 25 points a game, have the number one rush offense and the number one scoring defense. Incredible. The first team since the 96 Packers to have the number one scoring defense and the first team all-pro quarterback in Lamar Jackson. The first team to have 11 wins over teams with winning records. And some people have said, well, that's a little bit skewed because now that there's 17 games, there's more teams that are 9-8 and eight as opposed to eight and eight. Okay, that's fair. Nine of those wins are by double, are by 14 points or more. Not just double digits. 14 points or more. Really, really impressive. So what you have is 
a team that's going for to be on to consider one of the best teams of all time against the team that I did not think we would get to another Brady Belichick scenario this quickly, but we kind of have with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Six straight AFC championship games is ridiculous. You know how hard it is to get to an AFC championship game? Now, I know for a lot of them, they've been at home and they've had a bye. That makes it a lot easier. But this year, to be able to win two against the Dolphins and the Bills, to go to Buffalo and win it, six straight AFC championship games is really impressive. I say all this because I really do believe, Jack, that it's critically important. The longer this is a close game, the worse it is for the Ravens. Because no matter what they say, they really haven't been great in close games. I just talked about the close losses to the Browns, to the Colts, to the Steelers, twice the Steelers. And I talked about how many games were they won by blowout. The closer it is late, the more it favors the Chiefs. Because in those situations, and listen, I was on Tom Brady's team. You expect to win the game. You know you're going to win the game because you have Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. Whereas if it gets late, close game, the Ravens are hoping, but they don't have the same playoff pedigree. I don't think whether it's conscious or subconscious, they have that same belief. So the Ravens need to try to make this a two-score game as soon as possible. Chiefs will try to keep it close. The key for the Chiefs on defense, Lamar Jackson's legs. Two touchdowns, 100 yards last week. I'll be curious to see whether they spy him, whether they play zone and have a lot of eyes on him. You cannot let him beat you with his legs. Cannot let that happen. No, no, no. And then for the Ravens, boy, their defense is good. And it's a lot better than the Bills' defense that was so beat up. I'm curious to see whether some of the issues the Chiefs have had this year kind of rear their ugly head. But every week now, I'm doing this DraftKings Pick of the Week presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with Code Ross because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. I think the Ravens are going to win the game. But I also think it's a toss-up game. And I think it's a close game. So if I can get the Chiefs and four points right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, you better believe I'm taking Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the four points in a toss-up game. Baltimore 23-20, but give me the Chiefs and the points. And next up, we've got the Detroit Lions. They're at the San Francisco 49ers. Still pretty remarkable, isn't it, that the Lions are in the NFC Championship game, Jack? It's very unbelievable at this point. I love to see it, though. Oh, I, I, people ask like who I root for. I root for people I know, and I know Dan Campbell and a bunch of coaches for the Lions, although I know a lot of people for the Niners, too. You guys know I'm friends with Juszczyk and some of those guys. But also, 
man, oh man, I root for fans. I root for fans. I am rooting for Detroit Lions fans. 30 years of basic misery. So here's the key to the game, I think. A couple keys. Debo Samuel is a huge key. Looking at the video, certainly looks like he's going to play. The question is how effective and what happens if he takes a vicious shot to that shoulder again, which, by the way, is what the Lions should try, be trying to unload upon him, a vicious shot. But Steve Fezzik said this on the Even Money Betting Podcast this week that I highly encourage you guys to check out. He said that Debo Samuel is the most valuable non-quarterback skill position player in the league, which surprised me, but it's because the Niners average two yards more per play when he's in the lineup. So that's worth one and a half to two points against the spread, which is probably one reason why the spread went from the Niners laying seven to the Niners now laying seven and a half, for those of you that are interested in that. So Debo Samuel, his effectiveness is a key. And then I do think, as usual, and this is why I think a lot of you guys listen to the show or watch youtube.com slash NFL. I think that the line play is going to be a significant factor in the game. You heard Greg yesterday. The Niners have been a little bit leaky against the run. They haven't been quite as good rushing the passer. Now, unfortunately for the Lions, I don't think Jonah Jackson will play. That's a big loss. He's a very good left guard. But I still think with the play-action pass that Ben Johnson uses – that there's a pretty darn good idea that they're going to be able to do a good job up front. And then conversely, the Niners need to be able to run the ball against this Lions front because if they get an obvious passing downs, I think the Lions can take advantage of, in particular, the right side of the line. Ultimately, it has been a remarkable ride for the Lions. I thought the Niners, whether it was the rain or the rust, did not play their best last Saturday night. I expect the Niners to play better in this game. And I think the Lions will play well and keep it close, but ultimately run out of steam. I'm going 28-24. The 49ers get back to the Super Bowl again. And this time it's against the Ravens again. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. I said it earlier in the show, but I'm giving out signed press passes to anyone that gets their loved one or whoever the greatest gift you could ever get someone for Valentine's Day. It's MyFrontPageStory.com, MyFrontPageStory.com. Check it out. Trust me, MyFrontPageStory.com. I also love me some BackOfficeSchedule.com, SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Sportaculture, and Pizza Boy Brewing.